from the Ron Miller Race Car Studio, this is the Hammer Down Racing Report. And now your hosts, Scott Hammer and Ron Miller. Hello and welcome to the Hammer Down Racing Report. Hey, I've got sound now. Yeah, all, right. all right. Show number uh, 51 for Thursday. I, I guess this would September be 20th. volume two, issue one, wouldn't it? Uh, yeah. We have now started year number two of this that's program. Pretty, that's pretty exciting. I don't know about that. I'm like, okay. Yeah. It's just, it, it is what it is. It doesn't seem like it, Scott. It doesn't seem like a show lasts an hour either. Uh, well, so. and we used to start in uh, your Ron Miller Race Car Studio B, which wasn't as cool as this studio because we had to, I had to bring down cameras and a computer, and it was a hour setup project for just a one camera thing, and now we have multiple cameras. Yeah, all you got to do so. is talk, and the camera goes to you. Hello, folks. <laughs> Uh, make sure to check out the uh, Hammerdown Racing Report website, hammerdownracingreport.com. Uh, also, like us on Facebook. Uh, I forgot to look. We're up over 900. We're trying to get to 1,000 likes. And then once we get to 1,000, we're going to try and get to 1,100. And then once we get from there, you know, help us out. We appreciate uh, it. I think you will. All right. Uh, if you're listening, make sure you like us. Tonight on the show, we're going to be talking to uh, 305 Sprint uh, and Dirt Truck driver Matt Foose. We'll be uh, getting him on the phone and also uh, joining us in the studio from Hot Rod Welding and Engineering, Bomber Drivers Rob and Ryder Price. And uh, we're going to be talking to them about the big Bomber Spectacular coming up this weekend at Oakshade Raceway and uh, the cool trophies that go along with it. And that's a big deal. Absolutely. And I've seen a preview of the trophies. They're really pretty cool. I thought I saw them too, but I I went looking for them right before the show because I wanted to share them on on the Facebook page so everybody could see them, but I (laughs) I couldn't find where they were, where I saw them. I could have swore Oakshade. I don't know where they would be either. I'm not yeah. tech savvy, so I remember having to look You're just up. not one of those guys? Not one of those guys. <laughs> so we'll, we'll be uh, talking to Matt Foose here in uh, about 10, 15 minutes. Uh, we'll give him a call. Um, also, we've got some uh, racing news to cover. And uh, as we get later in the season, there there is uh, less and less. Here's the trophies, if you can see them. Let's go right there. Nope, over this way. Okay, this isn't working. But anyways, they're there. Where they and they're at? cool. Who's, uh, whose page is that on? Uh, Justin Gambers. Justin Gambers. Okay. See, and I started scrolling through his, and then I ran out of time. I'll have to find that. And so if you sure. want to see a preview of the trophies, go to Justin Gambers' Facebook page. There you go. Be, You're welcome. But, but, but don't turn us off. <laughs> right. <laughs> after after the show. And if you don't, we'll, uh, I'll try and find it and share it on, on the Hammerdown Racing Report uh, page as well. Ron Miller Race Cars, make sure to uh, give him a call, 734-856-7223. Was, it's easy for getting you. getting dyslexic there, I think. Uh, he's got race cars and parts and safety equipment, and do you still have the radiator deal going? I it's do. going for a while. And, and, and I do have Tall City tires in for the guys wanting to tire up this weekend. Why we would had, we need tires? We had a little glitch last weekend that and didn't make uh, last weekend, but we've got a good supply in now. And the Towel City tires are the ones that won the championship this year, so be like a champion. <laughs> You're getting the Jeff Folks endorsement for those tires? That's it. Is he getting paid for that? Uh, no. No, oh, sorry, Jeff. Uh, everything else Razor needs, Ron Miller Race Cars has it, including uh, advice, too. He's good with uh, advice. He does that for free most of the time. Most of the time. <laughs> um, again, It's usually free. 734-856-7223. That's uh, 856-RACE. If you need to get a hold of me two in the morning, uh, it'll go to voicemail and it'll give you at my two cell- in the morning. It, it'll give yeah. you my cell phone number and I answer the cell phone. Do you ever all the turn time. it off? 
Cell phone? Yeah. Nah. At and two it, in the morning? Nah. It sleeps next to me. <laughs> it doesn't sleep. It stays awake. That's it. And he's, as I was telling uh, Rob earlier, you, you have one of those old uh, flip phone deals still. And Indestructible. When, and when you text somebody, you, you, it's like you got to push the number button like three times to get the right letter. And <laughs> I missed a call from Joe Smith already. That's old school. Hey, we have some news about him coming up. Yeah, yeah. Because he won. He was a winner. So it's not really big news. No, but. Rusty did. Joe did. Oh, you're right. I'm sorry. Wrong Smith. They're all 71. That's what I get confused. There's a red one and a, and a blue, blue one. one. There's two blue ones. Now there's a 10, too. Well, now there's a 10, yes. That's another story. Let's uh, talk. You saying Drew's a 10? Jesus. Oh, <laughs> Can we just start over? Here, listen. Here we go. No over. reset button on this deal. Reset. From the Ron Miller Race Car Studio, this is the <laughs> Hammer Down Racing Report. Now, it's and already now been out host, there. Scott Hammer and Ron Miller. Hi, welcome to the show again. <laughs> uh, I told you there was no reset button. <laughs> I tried. Good shot. Uh, what else we got? I think we covered all this uh, fun stuff up here. Let's talk about what happened last weekend. Uh, Toledo Speedway was in action uh, with the uh, Glass City 200, a couple of 100-lap feature events for the uh, Outlaw Late Models and the ARCA CRA Super Series. Tyler uh, Rorig. 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 That's what I'm trying to say that. Thank you. Rorig. He won the uh, Outlaw Late Model feature. Tyler Ankrum uh, was the winner of the Super Series feature on uh, Saturday night at Toledo Speedway, and that's uh, it for Toledo Speedway for this year. Why don't they do any winter races like Sandusky Speedway? Well, I don't know. That would be fun. We'll have to talk to Scott Schultz about that. Maybe not competing, but, you know, do something. Yeah. Something else. Like a Christmas race. Why not? Sure. We can race sleighs. There you go. Fremont Speedway uh, had the uh, uh, Jim and Joanne uh, Ford Classic uh, this past weekend, Friday and Saturday night. And uh, 60-year-old Jack Hoddenshield won a Friday night's event. Uh, Craig Mintz also uh, was crowned the uh, Fast 410 champion of that series. Craig was in the studio a few weeks back, right. so congratulations. That's actually his uh, third Fast championship, so that's pretty cool. Uh, and he also was the uh, track uh, champion. He won that uh, the week before. That got rained out. Boy, we have had some really top-shelf guests so, on. Yeah, so now you guys are going to win uh, this weekend. Yes. One of you, probably, because I don't know if you both can win. That might cost for Only one driving this year is uh, him. Well, that's right. Have you been out at all? No. Nope. Okay. Well, well, we'll talk about more of that. <laughs> uh, Paul Weaver uh, made a last lap pass to win the uh, 305 feature. That was his second win of the year. Troy Hahn made his limited late model debut by uh, winning. On Friday night at Fremont Speedway. Uh, no, no, that wasn't his first race of the year. He's been uh, at Oakshade a couple of times, but uh, he decided to head over for Fremont, and uh, I guess he was was very impressive in his win. So did he have, uh, was it a different car then? No, it was the, the same, number, same number 20 car. Okay. Um, did he have to do but, anything but, but, to make it legal for the limited? Uh, um. Fremont invited the Oakshade Sportsman cars or steel block late models to come over and race. They had to have uh, the LM40 or D55, the hard late model tires, and a steel block steel head motor. And uh, Troy met those qualifications. All right. Well, that worked out good for and, you. And looked good doing it. <laughs> uh, 
Tim, Tim Schaefer. There we go. I forgot, I lost where I was. Okay. I was finding my spot. Tim Schaefer dominated uh, night number two of the 11th annual Jim and Joanne Ford Classic. Uh was his uh, fourth time winning the Classic. Fremont's Jamie Miller dominated the uh, 305 A-Main, and uh, Miller also was crowned the Fast 305 champion. So, good year for Jamie Miller. We talked about him quite a bit. We did. I have to get him in here sometime. Uh, Sean Valeni, another former guest, he was the winner of the $1,000 uh, dirt truck feature on uh, I understand Saturday. we might see him Saturday. Really? Maybe. This is not good news for me. Scott? You look good all the time, buddy. Thanks. I'm a 10, right? Yep. Uh, <laughs> uh, Matt Foose, I believe, uh, finished uh, fourth in the dirt truck feature, who we'll be uh, talking to here shortly as well. Uh, Oakshade Raceway action. Devin Shields won uh, the feature and picked up his second consecutive late model track championship at Oakshade Raceway. It was season championship night out there. Rusty Smith, not Joe Smith. He was the uh, sportsman uh, winner. And uh, Matthew Chapman won the... Uh, Sportsman Championship, and he, and he, we got the shirts finally. Absolutely. So thank you, uh, Chapman's, for the shirts. Beautiful shirts. Adam Noonan won the uh, Bomber A-Main, and Jeff Oaks was crowned uh, the champion of the Bombers. That's a lot. What, his third championship? Maybe it's more than that. I, I forget. It's been a lot. Uh, Nathan Goodman uh, was the uh, winner of the compact feature. Joe Elliott won the track championship for the compacts. And, and that was a pretty good race between the two of them. Yeah. And Drew Smith was the uh, winner of the Bomber B-Main, your perfect 10, in the 10 car. Right. And which I believe he just purchased uh, a couple weeks ago, didn't right. he? Right, and yeah, maybe it's for sale. <laughs> <laughs> I know he had a lot of fun last weekend. Okay. So what do you know that you're not telling us? That maybe it's for sale. Everything's for sale. For the right price, everything's Absolutely. for sale. Including Millstream Speedway. Who ran second in the Bomber B? Wasn't you? Oh, remember. no, you I were was in the A. a. Yeah. That's right. I, I remember you, watching it, but I don't remember. You, you what graduated. I, yeah. I, I failed on the last lap, though. I think I lost like eight positions. <laughs> Went up a little high, did we? Well, everybody was going a little crazy, and yeah, I got up in the loose stuff. But uh, the track was uh, interesting, though, on it Saturday was. night. It, it was. It definitely was. Really heavy, and I didn't expect that, especially with it being, uh, it was kind of warm and sunny, wasn't it? It cooled off, and, and but, the, cool but, off. The air but it was humid. Was, but the air was real heavy. Yeah, yeah. So it made for a pretty uh, fast track. Actually, uh, Ryan Missler, I was looking at his times from the transponder during his heat race. It was like fourteen two. Wow. Yeah. So they were flying. Uh, Lucas Oil Late Model Series. Tyler Erb got his first Lucas Oil win Thursday night at uh, Knoxville Raceway. Uh, their annual Late Model Nationals. We spoke to Tyler what in uh, January, February last year, this past year. Actually, it was this year. Before Florida. Yeah, and uh, yeah, because he was uh, doing the Australian thing. Speaking of which, I got some news about the the uh, USA Invasion Tour. Really? Coming up, yeah. I, I'm, I'd be surprised if you don't already know this, because you already know everything, but I'm going to save it for later. You didn't say anything about us having an Australian in, in the studio today. Des Ferris, uh, former promoter of Bunbury Speedway in uh, Western Australia. Well, welcome. What hey. brings you to the studio? And Me. Ron Miller, of course. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it was, it's been really good to have uh, three weeks with the Millers and with your Speedway fraternity uh, looking and observing. You're going to be out there this weekend? I, I was hoping to go to Eldora because I've, I've missed a couple of those shows in uh, 
in preference to doing other things. So I'd like to go and have a look at the Friday night. In Western Australia, he's a big sprint car owner. and uh, Well, this weekend some, be a good Semi-retired driver. Very much a retired driver now, unfortunately. <laughs> Time does catch up with you when you do this stuff. Well, all right. Well, uh, glad but to have you in the Tom's studio with us. Father Tom's doing all right. Father Tom. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a crack at your age. I could be wrong. We changed it from professor to Father Time now. Didn't find that. <laughs> didn't didn't find that funny at all, Scott. <laughs> professor Time. <laughs> professor Time. I like that. <laughs> there we go. Uh, Brandon Shepard was the. Uh, Winner on uh, Thursday at Knoxville, and Jimmy Owens got the big $40,000 win on Saturday night. Uh, tomorrow, the Lucas Oil uh, Late Model Series is at uh, Brownstone Speedway in Indiana for the uh, 39th Annual Jackson 100, tomorrow and Saturday. Uh, World of Outlaw Craftsman Sprint Car Series finally wrapped up their West Coast swing this past weekend with Darren Pittman winning on Friday. Corey Eliason uh, won Saturday both at uh, Calistoga Speedway in California. It was Pitt- Pittman's uh, eighth uh, World of Outlaw feature win of the year, and apparently he uh, his right rear shredded right after uh, taking the checkered flag, so that's some good timing. That's really good timing. <laughs> uh, Friday night uh, there at Eldora for the Before the Crowns showdown. You know, that's quite a, a, lot of sprint car that, racing that's quite a toe getting back home, too, buddy. Well, yeah, what was that, Saturday night? They got, well, they got six days to come back across the country. I don't know. Yeah, well, if that's so, all you're so, doing, so, then it's not so, bad. But if so, you have a full-time job in a Sunday, Monday, we drove to Iowa and back, and it kind of kicked my butt. What'd you go to Iowa for? Oh, well, you know, I'm kind of a old Nash aficionado, and uh, I picked up another Nash. It's a car. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay. Like an old car? Vintage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You watch American Pickers once in a while, and they've no, got that. I don't watch that show. Really? No. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. No. Well, to anybody that's <laughs> listening and watches American Pickers, it's a car very much similar, almost identical to what they've got out front. Isn't on that, their, is that what you're selling? Do you have, is that that old car you're selling? Well, or is I'm that selling a, one, and I Is that a Nash, one. though? Yes, it is. Okay, so I should have heard of that, because I remember seeing you posted that picture of... You should have seen thing. it. You've been over at the shop often enough. I think I even shared that on our page. Oh, Scott! Yeah. Um, Carson uh, Macedo was the uh, winner for the uh, All-Star Circuit of Champions action at Outlaw Speedway in New York. Ryan Smith out of Kunkleton, Kunkletown, Pennsylvania guessing one of the uh, Pennsylvania Posse drivers. Pennsylvania Posse, yep. He uh, won Saturday at Sellins Grove uh, Speedway. Saturday, the All-Stars are at Eldora for the Four Crown Nationals. So you got imagine the uh, that. Tony World of Outlaws imagine Friday. Imagine that, Tony Stewart's series at Eldora Speedway. Wow, what, a, All-Stars coinc- on what, what a coincidence. Yeah. I'm guessing there's going to be some crossover Friday I would, I would think there's going to be a whole lot. Yeah. So a big uh, sprint car weekend at Eldora this weekend. Um, and that's uh, pretty much all I got from this past uh, weekend as far as action goes. Really? I just realized those aren't my papers. Yeah. So um, how about we talk to uh, Matt Foose here? Let's do that. He's uh, runner. He was the runner-up in uh, dirt truck points in 2014 and 15 at uh, Fremont Speedway. He finished 10th in 305 points in 2016. And uh, this year he was 17th in uh, 305 points at both Attica and uh, 
Fremont. Wow. So let's uh, get him on the phone. Luckily, I did put his number here so I can actually call him. Really? Yeah. You, you don't have a. Ooh. Yeah. We need to oil these things, I think. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe WD 40. Something. I wonder if he's long distance. Is Fremont long distance for Oh, me? yeah. Well, we'll try it this way. Again, don't forget, you can listen to the Hammerdown Racer Report on demand on iHeartRadio. Or call it up on Facebook. Oh, yeah. Or just go to HammerdownRacerReport.com for everything. All of those things work. Hello. Hi, is this Matt? Yes, sir. Matt, Scott Hammer, Ron Miller, and a whole bunch of other people from the Hammerdown Racing Report. All right. How you guys doing? Pretty good. How are you? Oh, I'm great. All right. We were just uh, talking about uh, your finishes in the points uh, over the past uh, few years. You were a uh, runner-up in the dirt trucks 2014-2015, uh, 10th uh, in the 305s in 2016, and uh, this year you ended up uh, 17th at uh, both uh, Fremont and uh, Attica. Uh, doing a little bit of uh, driving in, in both classes? Yeah. Um, run a dirt truck whenever I can, whenever my schedule's freed up in the sprint car, but... Uh... Like you said, the 17th and stuff like that in the 305s, we kind of cut out maybe a little past half half of the season and went and ran some 360 stuff. Um, so about maybe a month ago, we stopped doing that. But, uh, yeah, we I race whatever I can when I can, you know what I mean? <laughs> no, Matt, did you did you run the 360 stuff with your 305 car, or did you have a, another car dedicated to that? Yep, all we did was take the 305 out, and we dropped the 360 in it and uh, threw a wing slider on it, and we went racing. Were you running the the sod series, or what were you running? Uh, we ran the GLSS, the Great Lakes Super Sprints. Okay. Okay. How'd you do there? Uh, we had, I think we went my first night out ever in the 360. Um, that was my first ever time in the 360. We went 14th to 5th, and the left rear axle broke with like two laps to go. <laughs> uh, that really upsets the chassis, too, doesn't it? That's a What's problem, right? Yeah. <laughs> Thank God it it happened coming out of the corner instead of going in the corner because I ninety six is pretty quick. Boy, you were at I ninety six for that. Yeah. Yep. Nice. Well, let's uh, let's back up a little bit and because uh, I'm sure there's probably a lot of our, our listeners that may not be familiar with you. Let's uh, talk about how uh, how did you get started in racing? Uh, when and where and and you know what class? Um, I started racing when I was ten years old. I have an older brother I know of DJ, DJ. Foos runs four ten stuff. <laughs> Um, my dad, uh, Dave Foose, he works on Bobby Clark's 305. Um, he's, he's always been around sprint car racing. We grew up on Fangboner Road in Fremont, Ohio, right down the road from Mike Linder and Jim Linder and all those guys. Uh, my dad raced motocross, uh, four-wheelers for a long time, and we got old enough that, uh, he wanted us to go racing, so and we were all about it, loved it, but he didn't, my mom didn't want us to race four-wheelers because she didn't want us to get hurt, so we ended up in go-karts. Um, we you can get hurt in those. And purple. What's that? You can get hurt in a go kart. Oh, I know. No seat belts and an inch off the ground. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it's a risk of taking anything. You know what I mean? But absolutely. Uh, we, we started out in go karts. Uh, we started out in the purple plate class, which is one above the kid kart stuff that you see. But uh, my brother, my brother and I were ten and eleven years old. We started racing at Great Lakes in Bellevue. You probably know Jimmy Colvin. Okay. Uh, his dad owned that speedway at that time. Um, started racing there and just went from purple plate to blue plate to the adult classes. And then my brother, he caught a break and got a ride from Rich Farmer in 08, started running 305s. And soon after that, I think it was 16, 
I drove for Farmer in the 305s, got a couple wins and stuff. But it goes way back, though. We started 10, 11 years old. So it was uh, 2016 then, the first time uh, you were in uh, the sprint? Yeah. Yep, that was my first year. Um, started in dirt trucks in 2013 and then got a sprint car ride from Rich Farmer. Ran that for him for one year and uh, went with Russ Atkins about halfway through last year, 17. So I've only been racing sprint cars for maybe maybe two years now. Okay. So how do you like uh, how do you like racing the sprint cars compared to uh, the dirt truck? Oh, I love it. It's uh, it's great. Sprint cars is what I've always wanted to do. It's where my heart's at. Um, the dirt trucks are just a blast. They're so much more stress free, and you know, there's still maintenance on them, but it's nothing like a, a sprint car. But uh, you know, sprint cars are where it's at. If you want to race, you got to be in a sprint car. <laughs> is it a ouch <laughs> sorry ron <laughs> <laughs> i mean i love them don't get me wrong anytime i get the chance to climb back in the dirt truck i get in it but sprint cars is where it's at yeah but what about dirt late models come on man oh i, I would love to run a full-blown late model i would love that okay i think you should let them run maybe okay <laughs> <laughs> how, how big of a transition was it going from a dirt truck to uh to the even just the 305 uh, it was it was pretty big. Um, you know, I think the transition between a go kart to a dirt truck is a lot worse just because of the suspension. Mm-hmm. You know, feeling the feeling the body roll, and it's not much as it's not much the horsepower and the weight. It's kind of the body roll kind of throws you off. But uh, you know, a dirt truck to a to a sprint car. I mean, a, a sprint car weighs you know fifteen seventy five and um, you know five hundred horse, and a dirt truck's three thousand pounds. You know what I mean? <laughs> so they're they're a lot more slow reacting in a in a sprint car. It's, you know, it's it's twitchy. It goes wherever you want it to go. So, I, a lot of people say it's like uh, once you go back from a sprint car into into like a dirt truck, it's like running in slow motion, right? It is. It, it kind of slows everything down. Don't get me wrong. You're you're still on pins and needles, but uh, it's not as, it's not as bad as a, a sprint car. I understand that the dirt trucks are kind of a handful. Uh, you know, I, I've driven some modifieds. I've driven. Uh, just about everything, but uh, the dirt trucks, I understand, and watching them, they look like they're a blast to drive, but uh, kind of a challenge. Yeah, they're they're awesome to drive. Like I said, you know, anytime I can get back in it, I always do. Um, but yeah, they're, you know, a sprint car only turns, your hands only go so far. They don't, you're never double turning, or your hands aren't crossing over each other, unless you're, you know, up in a bump or tight, but, you know, a dirt truck, hell, I've double turned it and triple turned it trying to get that thing to go but <laughs> it's like i said you know that three thousand pounds it takes so long it's you know what i mean once you get it out and then trying to get it back you're, you're fighting that wheel pretty good all right uh, i know the races are fun to watch mm-hmm. so how would you uh how would you rate your uh 2018 season either in the 305 or the, how, how many times you run the dirt truck this year oh uh, i think i ran it three times okay. i ran the dirt truck three times this year and did you uh, run the 305 uh, full season at Attica and Fremont? Uh, we ran. We started out the season running the 305. Well, then you uh, went to the 360. At- yeah, we started out the season with the 305 with Russ Atkins and uh, Jamie Adams. And uh, we kind of went to just about halfway through the year. And uh, Russ and I decided to, decided to split, split apart, and he went a different direction, and so did I. And Jamie Adams took over sole ownership. And we put a 360 in it and went raced up in Michigan for the rest of the season. But uh, we only ran probably eight races up in Michigan, and then we kind of went a different direction. So it didn't last all year. 
So are you happy with your performance uh, this past season? Uh, you know, we didn't get a win, so no. Okay. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> you know, we didn't wreck any race cars. Uh, tore a little bit of stuff up, but all of it was, you know, out of our control, especially at the beginning of the years with bent torsion bars, and that kind of took us right out of the points battle and battling motor problems, and it just, you know, it, racing's 50% luck. It can happen to anybody, but... Uh, you take it on the chin, you rebuild, and you go back at it next year. All right. What's uh, what's the craziest thing uh, to ever happen to you on the racetrack? Oh boy, I don't know. <laughs> I really don't know. Wildest ride you've you've taken? Oh, that would be my last <laughs> race this year in the spec car. <laughs> what happened? We drove four hours to Plymouth and ran hot laps, ran qualifying, did pretty decent, and. First lap of the heat race in the first corner, somebody flipped in front of us. We had nowhere to go, and then I took a pretty nasty tumble. Okay. Matt, a um, couple of weeks ago, they announced some significant rule changes pretty much across the board with sprint cars. What are your thoughts there? Uh, you know, anything you can do to improve safety is always number one. Um, I don't really see a problem with it, but... Uh, you know, I really don't know. I haven't really looked much into it, but, uh, you know, I agree with what they're trying to do. They just need to, everybody needs to be on the same level, you know. it's. I'm, I'm pretty sure that it's, I'm pretty sure that it's going to apply to just about any 410 sprint. Do you think it's going to trickle down to the 305s? Sooner or later, yeah. I mean, all the 305 guys, you know, around here, they kind of buy stuff off the 410 guys because they got really good equipment. Um, buy it for cheaper, but yeah, you know, I, I don't know if it'd be mandatory for a 305, but, you know, the 305s are just as fast, you know, not just as fast, but you can get hurt just as quick as you can a 410 compared to a 305. Right. Absolutely. Any, uh, any, des- uh, well, this is probably a stupid question, but any desire to, uh, to move up to a, a 410? Absolutely. That's, <laughs> that's, <laughs> I knew that one was that, coming. <laughs> that's the highest goal. So any, any, pros- had the opportunity. any prospects uh, for looking ahead to, to next year? Um, I'm going to just take the winter and try to figure out something. I'll be ride shopping. So, uh, 2019 is open for me. <laughs> uh, okay. What happens if, uh, if you have equal offers come, uh, one for a full-time dirt late model ride, one time, uh, one for a, a 410? You know, just being a sprint car guy, don't, don't take this the wrong way, but I'm going to have to <laughs> Oh, you're <laughs> killing me, Matt. You're <laughs> killing me, brother. Hey, I only live two minutes away from Fremont Speedway. So I understand. There you go. <laughs> so, uh, do you consider uh, Fremont then your home track? Absolutely. Okay. Uh, any drivers uh, you look up to? Uh, yeah. You know, I do. I, you know, I've grown up around Mike Linder and stuff. I've known the Linders my whole life since I was a little baby. So, you know, they're full of knowledge and uh, always willing to help out. So, yeah, you know, they're good people, and I look up to those guys. Are you done for uh, for the season this year? Or you got any more races uh, left? Uh, unless something comes up, I'm done for the year. So, what about the? Uh, isn't the, the? Can you run with the uh, NRA Sprint Invaders? They're three sixties. Yeah, yeah, I could, but uh, um, after that wreck at Plymouth, uh, car owner decided to go a different route, kind of sold everything off. Oh. So, all right. Well, they got that race coming up at uh, Waynesfield beginning of October. Yeah. So. I'd love to be there. I love Waynesfield. That's awesome. Okay. That, actually, that uh, leads me to my next question. What's, uh, what is your favorite track other than Fremont? 
Um, I'm assuming Fremont's your favorite track since that's your home track. Yeah, I love Fremont. You know, it's not it's not really about just the racetrack. It's about you know, I live I lived in Fremont my whole life. I'm 27 years old, so I've been here for 27 years. But you know, I got that first dirt truck win and my first sprint car win there. I'm telling you, there's nothing like standing on the front stretch at Fremont Speedway, listening to the people that know you. You know what I mean? Scream your name. Well, and the grand uh, the, the grandstands there are so cool. You know, with with the cover over them, uh, it, it just directs everything back down on the track, and, and it is cool. Right, it's a totally different feeling. You know what I mean? Yeah. How many? Uh, but, how many? Uh, oh, go ahead. Yeah, I was gonna say we went to just the first time this year. We visited Montpelier, Indiana, this year, and that was a really cool place. I really like that place. I've been there once. It is a pretty interesting little place. It is. <laughs> what's uh, what's the farthest track uh, from your from Fremont that you've been to? Oh man, uh, maybe Thunderbird in Michigan. I think it's like four and a half hours. Or uh, that Tri City in PA. Yeah, yeah, that one's a ride. <laughs> Mercer, Mercer's pretty far too. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I. What would be your ideal uh, situation for for next year? Getting a, a four ten ride and, and running uh, for the points at Attica and Fremont or, or what? Uh, yeah, you know I'd like to. I got a new job now uh, that kind of restricts me from leaving work early on Fridays to go race. But uh, you know, sticking around Fremont and Attica that'd be cool. Three hundred five, four ten. You know, I'm just happy to get in anything and be able to race. You know, it costs a lot of money and it's a lot of effort <laughs> out of everyone. So anything would be nice to sit in. It's always that job thing and paying the bills that get in the way. That's a real hassle. Yeah, I know, but people got families and yeah. got to feed the babies. <laughs> Speaking of uh, expenses, how how much of an expense difference is there between uh, fielding a 305 and the dirt truck? It's enormous. <laughs> which, which is, I'm assuming the, the 305 is more expensive. Correct. It's It's way different, totally different. What uh, what makes it more so much more expensive? Well, for one, your your the tires. You know what I mean. I think you can get a dirt truck tire for like one forty, and you're paying two forty for a right rear and a sprint car. You know, and you you burn them up every two nights or something. You know what I mean? You know, some guys run them till the tread wears off. Some guys run them till heat cycles are. They only want to run so many heat cycles, so the tire bills are everything. And then you got a set of wings on them. Motor bills outrageous. You know what I mean? It's expensive. So you need to you need to keep your job done. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> how how uh, how many years in the future do you see yourself uh, racing? I mean, is it something you want to do for for as long as you can? Like uh, Ron over here has been doing it for fifty four years. Yeah, fifty four. Yeah. Till I'm six foot under. Six. <laughs> <laughs> I understand that one. <laughs> Till well, I always ask Ron when he's going to stop racing. He says until it's not fun anymore. Yep, that's that's true. If you're not having fun, you shouldn't be doing it. You know what I mean? It's I almost got to that point this year and decided to hang it up, but it was just a rough year. I haven't been doing sprint cars long, and I expect more out of myself. But, you know, you take the good with the bad, but take it on the chin and then rebuild and do it again. Absolutely. What uh, What's your thoughts on uh, Rich Farmer stepping down as a promoter at Fremont? You know, I, I thanked him for everything Saturday after the races. Um, I saw on Facebook that it was 11 years. I couldn't believe that. It doesn't. I've known Farmer my whole life since I was a kid, and, he was always a goofball, joking around, you know, and now he's a promoter and owns a bunch of Napas, big-timer. But uh, I'm proud of him. That's awesome. Huge achievement. But, like I said, it doesn't seem like 11 years. I thought it was only four or five, but that's huge. He always did a great job. 
any inside information on who may be the promoter next year? Honestly, I have no idea. <laughs> ah, darn it. <laughs> no inside information there, Ron. Sorry. No. We try. Yeah. <laughs> no, the, the one time uh, I raced at uh, Fremont Rich, uh, he seemed like a very fair guy. And we've talked to him a few times on the show, too. So uh, didn't I didn't, uh, didn't see that coming. When I saw that story, I was like, wow, okay. Of course, I also didn't right. realize he had his uh, hands in so many other businesses, too, with uh, the Napas and... Yeah, I think he has like a whole bunch of other things, like limo service and, and real estate. estate. Yeah, like, yeah, he, he's he's got a little bit of everything. But uh, you know, I think the cool thing about Farmer is, is being a promoter is he's been wherever driver in the pit area has been. He's he's been a car owner, he's been a driver, he's been everything. You know what I mean? He he understands. You know, yeah, which which you almost need to do. Uh, you know, in today's world, just to kind of have a viewpoint from your uh, see the see the world. Or see the see everything from everybody's viewpoint from, from different perspectives. That's, right, <laughs> right. Yeah, everybody everybody can kind of see eye to eye that way. You know what I mean? He's been there. You've been there. Yeah. Cool. Well, uh, we appreciate uh, you taking the time to uh, talk with us tonight. Again, uh, talking to, to Matt Foose, uh three oh. What do you consider yourself? Are you primarily a three oh five sprint car driver right now? Uh, does miscellaneous work? Miscellaneous. <laughs> How about just race uh, race car race driver driver? There you go. There you go. Have you have you raced on uh, asphalt at all? Um, no, I've raced. Uh, I've won the Clyde Street race. I don't know if you consider go karts racing, but um, if it's got wheels, the, <laughs> I race for Weavers every year in the in the Clyde Street race. Paul and Andrew Weaver, mm-hmm. uh, we've won that four years in a row now, trying to make it five this year. But uh, I run concrete on the indoor stuff and go karts, and never ran a big car on asphalt though. Do you do any of the uh, the indoor stuff uh, during the off speed season? Chili Bowl? Yeah, I drive a midget. I haven't lately. Um, I have never been to the Chili Bowl. I've never never done that stuff. Only go karts and the indoor stuff, like concrete and stuff like that. Columbus and Fort Wayne. Okay, well that's uh, closer <laughs> anyway. Probably a yeah. lot cheaper too. <laughs> yeah, okay. definitely. So, well, anyways, uh, thanks again for uh, taking the time to uh, to be on the show here. Yeah, thanks for having me. I appreciate it, guys. Yeah. Good luck in finding a, a quality ride next year, Matt. Well, have thanks, a, Matt. Sir, I appreciate that. I'll have to give uh, give Ron your number here. He, he might have a, a late model ride for you. <laughs> I carry my suitcase with me every week. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks, Matt. All right, guys. Have a good one. Yeah, you too. Bye. Mm, bye. Matt Foose, once again. Well, if I hit that button, weird things happen. Uh, 305 Sprint Car, or Miscellaneous Racer. That's it. So, there you go. 305, 360. Dirt truck. Dirt trucks. That's it. Throw him a ride. He'll 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 take it. Well, I, I know we've got car yeah, owners out there listening, so. Uh, yeah. Even if, the, if any 410 owners out there. If you need somebody, we can get you in touch with Matt. Yeah. And he's been on the show now, so now he's destined to win because that's what Next happens. Time. We forgot to tell him that. Ah. We'll have to call him back. <laughs> All right, let's uh, move ahead. This weekend, shifting gears, uh, literally shifting gears uh, to Oakshade Raceway. We have the annual Bomber Spectacular, which uh, do you know, do you guys know what it was originally called? No, I I have some insight in this. I'm going to school you guys. <laughs> oh, somebody I think said I was I was out of racing when it, when it was brought in. I guess, no, I guess I wasn't, was I? Oh, Scott, you got to get the elbow fixed, man. I turned it off, and it still was terrible. Uh, somebody said you need to move up because they can't see you from the camera. They were, they were <laughs> you better move. 
Susan uh, Davis. Do you know who that is? Okay. <laughs> I think she Say would hi, like Grandma. to see your face. <laughs> we have Ryder Price here in the orange, Rob Price in the uh, blue here from Hot Rod Welding and Engineering, sponsor of the Bomber Class at Oakshade Raceway this season. And, uh, of course, the Papa Boiler Hot Rod Welding and Engineering Bomber Spectacular, paying $1,000 to win. Originally, it was called the Bomber Special. That's what it was put on the schedule as. And uh, Randy Roberts, right, who helps me out uh, announcing every once in a while, said, let's, let's, let's call it the Bomber Spectacular. Special just doesn't seem big enough. Special doesn't seem special no, enough. Yeah. Special. It's like a gun or something. It's not really a race. So. Right came up with spectacular and ever since then i think it was at the after the first year it was on the calendar it became the bomber spectacular there you go that's wow. a very exciting story i know now now you all know um when did uh, hot rod welding and engineering get involved uh, with uh, sponsoring the bomber spectacular a few years before the bomber spectacular uh, special or spectacular whatever <laughs> you want to call it chris would always throw it extra money to the b the c's just to help out, pay out. You're talking about Chris Howard, right? Chris Howard, Papa Boiler. Okay. Uh, he would just throw out extra money to help out for everybody. Then he went to A, B, the C. And back then we had some D's, E's. E's. Yeah. <laughs> F, I remember yeah. those. <laughs> so he would throw in extra money because he knew how hard it was for everybody to make it. That was just a, a regular night. Yeah. Okay. And then... They got together with Chris, and Chris got together with them and donated money towards that special or the spectacular. And then in 2014, he passed away on us, and we've just been continuing the whole thing with that with dinner and the auction. So the Hot Rod Welding Engineering has been involved since the beginning of the uh, Bomber Special Spectacular. Yes. Spectacular Special. Okay. Next year. We'll go for that next year. Now, each year, you guys, uh, you make some pretty cool trophies uh, for, for this event, too. Tell, tell us about that. We were trying to show them earlier. They're, they're, they start, they're unique. They started out as power boilers, parts from old motors or laying around parts or whatever. And he started building trophies before this. I don't remember what year it was, but there was a batch that went out prior to all this. And then we all got together with the whole group of us that do this and decided to start making trophies to continue his tradition on trophies. And then we changed it over to maybe using some of his parts. And so it meant a little bit more for us to hand out. And a lot of people don't realize that that was some of his old stuff. Wow. So that's... That's pretty cool. It is. <laughs> how long does it take you guys to uh, put those together? And how many people work on it? Just about everybody that's involved in the hot red welding. They'll either come to my house or we'll go to someone else's house. We're all over gathering parts right now. We're trying to find flywheels, rods, pistons, cams, timing chains, all kinds of different things, different people's houses. Because all his parts are gone now, so we're scrounging around for old parts. Okay. Who who are some of the – name some names, everybody that helps out with that. Danny Schaefer. Justin Gamber, Jake Gamber, John Gamber, uh, Joey Overmeyer. Help me out here, right? There, there's, there's a lot. His wife. <laughs> He's Lee, very talkative. <laughs> Leanne Howard. <laughs> his daughters, Megan and Brooke and Chelsea and Jay. They're all involved. Everybody 
pretty much puts their hands in and tries to make this work. And when do you start working on those then? Whenever we have free time, if we're not working on cars. So, like for this year's trophies, uh, when would you say you guys probably started on? That was on a Sunday, or that was on a Sunday. I think we built those. We got done. It was a rain day or something. We cleaned my shop and grilled out. And Justin or Putter, we call him Putter, was there. And I said, "Hey, we got free 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 time right now. Let's throw these trophies together. We got those ones done in a day." Hmm. So, group effort. Yeah, it's always a group effort with everything we do. We don't try to single anything out. Now it's uh, trophies for first, second, and third, right? In first, second, and third. And it's also rolling through our minds. We have done hard charger awards, and I might throw another one together for a hard charger. Okay. And the, and the Bomber Spectacular uh, format's a little bit different than the regular Bomber races at Oakshade where you have the B, C, D, E main, whatever. Everybody runs a feature. We Instead, this weekend, it runs like the late models where you'll have your heat races. Somebody will transfer in from those, depending on how many cars come, and then they'll have concies before intermission, and then the main event will be the Bomber Spectacular. Yep. And all of those races are run before the late models. Is that correct? Usually, yeah. Yes. Bombers yeah. take first stage that it's night. Correct. Yeah. It's the and only it's, night of the year the bombers are the main event. Yep. So so the, the track's totally different for us out there, too, because we're first out there. We're not seeing oh, yeah. <laughs> the dryness or the washout. Or, so it's, oh. Well, and it's going to be interesting this year because there may be some weather on Friday, but Saturday's supposed to be a little cooler. And, or tonight, even. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, Hopefully not too much though. So there Ryder's be... working on our forecast for tonight too, or for uh, Saturday. So what is that's it, pretty cool. Yeah, <laughs> it's working hard. Uh, so tell us a little bit what what exactly is hot rod welding and engineering? What do you, what do you guys do? Is it just a group of buddies? Is it's it a group actual... of buddies. Chris Chris was doing doing it as a business out of his out of his garage, and he changed the name to. Hot rod welding and engineering, and he was welding up, doing this. He's a he's a boiler maker, is what he is, and he welds for a living. Is that how he got the the nickname Papa Boiler? That is how he got his nickname. Okay, Papa come from just being a father figure over everybody, and then he's a boiler maker, so it's Papa Boiler. So he welds chassis, welds street cars, he does drag cars, anything welding, and he's doing something with. So now, do you do you still continue that uh, or? or- not so much. Not so much. Okay. Not so much. So don't don't be calling you at two a.m. in the morning on your phone and asking for for some welding work or something. Right. Okay. I I do do some, but <laughs> I don't get as in depth as he did. Okay. Now you and you have a uh, uh, fundraiser that you do that we were talking about a little bit every uh, February. Want to tell us a little bit about that? It's a dinner silent auction. We get a lot of lot of donations. Ron's a big sponsor he helps out quite a bit uh we get dominator local graph or a body nose piece tail piece on stuff like that we did a lot of big companies dirty dirty girl racewear racewear and jags a lot of big big names join up is it is it an auction then or is it uh some of the bigger items we draw tickets for so it may be a 100 count board that you buy numbers for or you may buy tickets and you draw your numbers and that there's a winner or we've got silent auction from 
anything from homewares to beer to people donate all kinds of stuff. O'Reilly's donates quite a bit of stuff once in a while. And the, and this is a dinner too, I believe. There's right? a dinner, so it's good food. Good food, good food. And and there's racers there, so you know it's going to be a good time. Oh, it is. Dan Rice comes and DJs for us, and it's a heck of a time. And I think he DJs everything. He, he DJed my brother's wedding. Yeah. <laughs> cool. And uh, you don't have a date yet for uh, this year's event, correct? Not a not a specific date. No. Is there somewhere people can find that uh, at we some will point? Get or? it around and. Well, get, get it to us, and we'll get share it narrowed it down. It's going to be February, March again. That's okay. about the time we do it. So, so make sure to follow and like the Hammer Down Racer Report uh, Facebook page for that reason alone. Yes. <laughs> uh, so that uh, the big race this weekend, the Bomber Spectacular, Oakshade Raceway. Uh, Plus, races will start sportsmen, seven. late models, and compacts. Yeah, full show. Full just, show. Just a little bit uh, flopped around as far the as the order of things. The orders. And a lot more money on the line for the bombers. That's it. And uh, speaking of which, we got for the how many. And and people could get crazy for a grand. It usually happens. It does. (laughs) You know, I've raced for many years, and I've never made one of those shows. I think I made it once, and I still couldn't make it out to race it. So it's it's a hard chore. It's a hard chore to make. My goal is to make it this weekend. I'll be happy. Uh, You said you haven't been racing this season. Are you? You planning maybe coming out uh, to race on nope. Saturday? No, I de- I decided to devote my time to this kid here, and he's proved proved to be a driver and a. Well, let's let's, let's talk a little bit about uh, Ryder Price here. Who's uh, we we need to calm him down. He's a little bit too talkative. Driver of the number twenty five bomber at Oakshade. Very good, Ron. He's got uh, just the bomber B main win, and uh, he's been in. Pretty competitive in in the A mains all, all year long. Finished top ten in points. So pretty good season. Real good. Finished eighth. <laughs> <laughs> we had a sit down talk. Earlier. You know, it's it's kind of hard to hear. Maybe we ought to move the mic a little closer. Yeah. <laughs> That's got the little arm on it. You know, you can move closer to it. It's not going to bite you. You it know, has, once it, you start winning more races, they're going to be sticking microphones in your face, and you got to get used to this kind of stuff. I was hoping you would down there on the front stretch on the B, <laughs> right in there on him. We tried. <laughs> we had a sit-down talk earlier in the season, trying to set goals and see where he wanted to be. And he he told me, he said, Dad, I want to be top 10. I want to be up there with the big he guys. He actually said that? He did. And I said, That's amazing. Ryder, let's, let's rethink this a little bit. That's a big chore. Top 10, really? I can do it. I can do it. I can do it. Okay. He's had some great moments he, this summer, yeah, too. He has. Last week, he didn't like it so well. He broke a drive flange, and when Matt was talking about the broken axle, how quick it goes around, and he got to experience that whole thing. <laughs> Where'd it come from? <laughs> so he's proved proved me wrong. Oh, is that what happened Saturday? Yeah. That was one I, I now I remember. And I was like, oh, yeah, that was him going slower on the end. I thought something broke. Shame on me. And I then thought, they yelled at you on the receiver to yes. get off the track. That, I take the blame <laughs> yeah. on that one. I thought he had to go out there and f- just finish the race to keep his points because he was afraid of falling out, and I was afraid he was going to fall out. So just go back out there. He wheeled in the, into the pit and says, "Dad, the clutch is slipping. The clutch is slipping. You got to go. It's slipping now. I might as well burn the rest of the way up. Just go finish the race." So he was out there putzing around, and 
he was out of the way, but he was also in danger too, not being up to speed. And great to the other drivers, never even touched him or bumped him, get him out of the way. Thank you for all that. <laughs> well, a season championship night, so you want to try and get as many points as you can. <laughs> right. So. But uh, And you still maintained a top 10, right? Right. Right. Yeah. What was, uh, do you know where you peaked at in the points uh, during the season? Fifth. Were you up to fifth? Okay, that's why. I thought and it's been a friendly battle between Justin, Gamber, and Putter, or Putter, and us. Did he end up fifth? He ended up fifth. Okay. And we go back and forth with in each each other's shops. I'm working on his car, working on our cars, back and forth, and it's always a back and forth. I'm going to beat you this week. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. And it's, it's kind of neat to listen to him. <laughs> so it, it's been interesting to watching you progress over the years, too, you know, Going from not so fast to one of the competitors. And yes. What, uh, what's been the biggest change? Has it been the equipment, the driver, a little bit of both, or what? I'll let you answer for him because he's very talkative. What is it, Ryder? What is it? <laughs> not saying. <laughs> I think it's a combination of growing up and equipment. I let him use my motor that I was using. I put my motor in his car for him which is a little bit bigger than what he's been running, but and he's, he's progressed from there. We've got, we've had a guy helping us with some things that I didn't quite understand because I wasn't in all that, the three bar system. I was on Lee Springs and Tom Ordway has been, I remember him. Yeah. He's been showing us quite a bit on the three bar system and been working out really well. Hey Tom, you need to talk to me too. <laughs> <laughs> Use some help. Uh, what's uh, got any goals for next year, Ryder? Top five. Top five. Okay. I'm not going to say no. Nothing <laughs> wrong with that. <laughs> Watch him win the points next year. I'm for it. Think you can beat uh, Chris or Jeff or Adam or? Well, that's either. That's the wrong attitude. Although that's probably what I would think too. But <laughs> <laughs> but I, but you're going to try, right? All right, that's the best you can do. He come in after racing against Jeff and Chris, and he's got a picture of it. He said, that's the funnest I've ever raced, I think, and knowing those guys are that fast, and we were like this. I think my one of my favorite times of this past year when uh, folks had some kind of problem, he was off the pace. I think it was in one of the A-mains, one of the few A-mains I made, and I passed him, and I was like, I just passed Jeff folks. <laughs> this is awesome. <laughs> I don't care that he was off the pace. I, I have him. arrived. Yeah. <laughs> so, anyways, uh, thank you guys for coming in and uh, talking a little uh, Bomber Spectacular with us and uh, sponsoring the Bomber class all year long. You guys going to be doing that next year, maybe shorten the name so it's not uh, Hot Rod Welding hot rod welding and Engineering Bombers? We'll talk about <laughs> okay. that. I do want to try to get more people involved to come to that auction and dinner. It does help Bombers. It helps Lake Miles. It does help sportsmen. Their, their names their names on a lot of different cars, the Hornets or Sport Compacts. Well, I don't know what they're called. Compacts. Compacts. Yeah. Sportsmen, late models, bombers, hot rod weldings on every class. What drivers uh, What drivers you got? Let's name some names. Danny Schaefer is a sportsman. Garrett McLean is a sportsman. Skinny. And he's been looking real good he's recently. He's looking really good, Chris really Sands. good. Yeah. Uh, Brian O'Brien. I like his name. Brian O'Brien. Yeah. So nice he named him twice. <laughs> uh Carter Murday was on as a compact. What am I, who am I missing here? Help me out. Don't be so shy. 
Ryder Price. Ryder Price. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Justin Gamber, Jake. There's a, there's numerous people that the good crowd. Are all these uh, are these guys going to come out on the front stretch uh, again at the end We're of the try to. Spectacular. Depends on how the night goes. The night, yeah. We try to do that just to advertise the the, the, the hot rod welding is that's all these people. It's not just a certain few. It's all these people, and we want more and more. We try to give out some kind of sponsorship, whether it's monetary or parts or help or something to all these different people to put their name or that name on the car just to keep his legacy going and all that. Any idea when you might have a, a date for the uh, the benefit or the fundraiser? I will work on it this weekend. Okay. And get back with you either Saturday or... <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I wasn't sure if this was something that would be like November until we get a date. No, or... it's going to be quicker okay. than that. we right. got to get So the... maybe Saturday at Oakshade we might have we a We might have a date, date yeah. Okay. Not you and I, but a date for the fundraiser. <laughs> Just want to clarify that. You can say that if you're yeah. going to come that night. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Apparently, I'm already, it's spoken, a date, Scott. I'm already spoken for with uh, Drew because he's the, the 10, right? That's right. <laughs> I feel so dirty. I need to go take a shower or something. It's weird. Uh, let's uh, let's move forward here. Moving uh, right along, yes. A little bit of uh, racing news. Brian France, he pled uh, guilty. Uh, or I'm sorry, not guilty on the uh, DU- DUI and possession charges stemming from his uh, August 5th traffic stop after running a stop sign in Southampton, New York. Um, so we'll, I, I'm not sure how that's going to we'll work out. We'll see how but, that unfolds. Yeah. Uh, more legal stuff. Uh, judge has officially dismissed the wrongful death lawsuit against Tony Stewart. Um, the case could be reopened within 30 days if the terms of the settlement are not met. You may have remembered uh, we talked about this back in i think it was may they came to some kind of settlement where tony's actually paying them there, there was a financial, but the court had to prove it and right, now they, and the court approved it just and, finally and done now that, yeah. tony has to pay otherwise it the case can back, be yeah. reopened yeah but so pretty much it sounds like this is about over he's just got to write a big check or something and then this will he can put it behind him uh all right i'm going to be quiet okay no, no, please share. What, no, what are you no, thinking? No. You're not going to get this one out of me, Scott. Okay. Sorry. All righty then. Uh, Brad Keselowski uh, scored his third win in a row at uh, Las Vegas. They kind of, from what oh, I... Opening race of the chase. Yeah. he's. They, they've been talking about who's the third, or they're going to be that fourth driver uh, for in the championship because uh, you, what, you have Harvick, Truex, and uh, Bush, who've won the majority of the races all year. They've been the big three, the dominant Almost three. all of them. Yeah. And now Keselowski's coming on strong here at just about the right time. I don't like him, but he seems to be doing pretty good. Oh, he's a local boy. I like him. Boy. Yeah. Local. Yeah, well, he's from my hometown, so and I don't know <laughs> why you, I don't like did him. Did you happen to see that his dad set a new record at uh, Bonneville on the Salt Flats in an old NASCAR car all revamped to, to go very, very fast? In a straight line. car car supposed to go very, very fast? Yeah, well, this is on the Salt Flats, uh, 270 miles an hour. New record in for... In a stock car? Yeah. New, not, not one of those, like, rocket-looking No, things. no, no. This is... Phallic-y-looking cars. Yeah. Uh, it, it looked like... Actual it, stock car. It looked like a cup car with moon hubcaps. Huh. But uh, new world record for... 270 for, miles an hour. For whatever class they were in. I don't know if I'd like going that fast. I would. 
It'd be, I guess, be, going that fast would be cool. It's just in case something stopping goes, awfully quick and going so that fast. Would some, suck. If something goes wrong, that may not be fun. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Jeffrey Earnhardt is set to run the remainder of the 2018 Monster Energy Cup Series uh, races, but he's also going to be jumping behind the wheel of a midget to run in the 2019 Chili Bowl Nationals. Really? Yeah. And here's the Australian news that I, I'm curious to know if you knew about because you always know everything that has to do with Australia. Des told me. Did he? What did he tell you? Go ahead. Break it. Well, he told me that Billy Moyer was going to be there. All right. That was it. <laughs> but I knew that. I figured you did. So Billy Moyer's headed to Australia for the USA Invasion Tour for the first time in his uh, 41-year racing career. The Stubbers uh, will be providing Billy with a new car and crew members uh, for the duration of the USA Invasion Tour, with, which uh, kicks off January 9th and concludes on the 19th. Paul Stubber uh, ran the entire Summer Nationals uh, in a number 31 car and uh, made a few. Uh, Was it Herb that won the USA Invasion Tour last year? Tyler? Yeah. yeah. Maybe. Because we talked to him, and I, I thought that's why we did Yeah. Anyways, I'm pretty sure he did. Anyways, you were saying he had stubber. Yep. Paul, uh, like I say, ran the entire summer nationals and made uh, a few visits to Oakshade this year. Uh, was uh, based out of best performance down towards Lima, so Oakshade was a local track. Do you ever... Uh, get to the uh, USA Invasion Tour late model races then, being yes. a sprint car guy? Okay. Yeah, we used to. In, in fact, we used to promote the uh, USA late model sprint car, um, team yeah. to come to Australia to race. Uh, and these guys, uh, Roddy and Todd Schroyer and Ron, actually introduced late models to Australia. Um, nah, you guys were already racing late models. We just tried to get you on the right page. Well, and, I don't think you'd really call them very loosely yeah, uh, late models, perhaps. But they—they they were. They were. They had the, they had our rule book and thought they knew what we were doing, and maybe not so much. How big is uh, the USA Invasion Tour in Australia? Is it a big thing? Or uh, it... it's been very big last okay. year. I watched it with interest on the internet. Uh, I hope that that could happen again because it certainly gave uh, a lot of people the opportunity to watch the racing even though they couldn't possibly be in Western Australia. You know, there were people from America and the east coast of Australia. I watched Uh, some of that too on the internet. (laughs) There was some pretty good racing. Yeah, they did good. Australia is as far uh, across as the United States, so it would be like going from New York to L.A., uh, and there were a a few East Coast racers that came all the way across uh, just to race against the Americans. So it is a a really big deal over there. All right. Uh, That's all the news I have. Time for your weekend weather pit stop. Ryan emailed me this morning and said he was off. Oh, that must mean it's going to rain? Uh, well, to, tonight and tomorrow, apparently, but uh, hopefully that doesn't impact the weekend too much. Uh, well, tomorrow begins the weekend. Yeah, well. You know, the interesting thing about this weekend is that there's a pretty much of a full moon. So we're oh going to be running, so we're gonna the, be bomber running spectacular. the Bomber Spectacular under this a full moon. That's a good idea. Ooh, baby. Oh, man. Ooh, baby, ooh, baby. That one's for you, Chrissy. Yes. I know how much you love full moons. Hmm. So, yeah. So, Aldora's running uh, tomorrow and uh, Saturday. I'm not sure what the forecast is down there, so I apologize. 
But if you use the uh, TOL uh, First Alert Weather app, you could probably look that up. You just put that in as your hometown, Rossburg, Ohio. Or is it New Weston? I always get that confused because it's like right in between there. You could probably you punch in Lima and be pretty pretty close. Yeah, there. So what's it look like for... Uh, for Saturday around here, uh, we're calling for... It's going to be cool. It's the first day of fall, too. First day of fall, full moon, it and is. it's going to be cooler and less humid, mostly uh, to partly sunny during the day and the evening. It's going to cool off quickly. A good night for a campfire or racing. High to high on Saturday. High on Saturday 66? is sixty eight. It's gonna get down Ooh. to forty nine. So uh, bring sweatshirts and uh cards. Yeah. <laughs> good night maybe, to buy an old shade hoodie. There you go. We'll charge them for that later for the Absolutely. <laughs> so that's your uh, weekend weather pit stop. That was there, I forgot to do this. Part we here. we may <laughs> we may bypass the uh charging them if if both of us get good starting cool. positions or i'll just take a sweatshirt too you know yeah okay that works we're we're, yeah. e- we're easily bought with t-shirts Not. and cookies or sweets um let's play how many last week we played how many and it wasn't really a many it was uh we had matthew chapman in here and we were asking him if he was going to win the sportsman track championship and uh i believe he said maybe you said uh, it was going to be a tie and i said yes it was close. So I'm going to say I won because I said yes, and he is the track champion. Okay, and he was. And he was, yes. So this week uh, we're going to play how many bombers are going to be at Oakshade on Saturday, and you guys are, are going to get a guess. So you're going to have to actually say a number. I know there's going to be a lot, but uh, we'll give you a little bit of time to think about Ryder, it. Ryder, we'll, you can do this. We'll, we'll start with Ron. How many bombers do you think uh, we're going to get there on Saturday? 54. 54. And we've been – the bombers have been averaging – it's still a lot of – freaking cars for a regular show right around 40 to maybe a little bit more than 40 right right around 40 bombers each there's going to be cars that we haven't and, seen yeah. before and we already and, seen and, it last week there's cars showing up yeah. and, and some cars that uh are totally new to us so so do you, do you want to play oh right. say 63 oh yes go for it all right uh how about you think rep 72 Really? That's, I wonder where that number is. <laughs> so if I say eight, is that going to be? <laughs> How many do you think, uh, Ryder? Uh, 59. 59? Okay. Mrs. Miller's sitting over in the corner. Just shout. 61. 61. So we're all over oh, the place Oh, you just here. shadowed Des, didn't you? <laughs> all over the place. I'm going to say, shoot, I'm going to say uh, 53. Go right under you. Ooh. Oh. All right. Let's see who's right next week. Yeah, we'll know. <laughs> Coming up uh, this weekend, uh, not much racing going on uh, as we wind down the 2018 season. Mention Eldora, uh, the World of Outlaws tomorrow night, and All Stars Saturday night for the uh, Four Crown. Uh, Oakshade Raceway in action on Saturday. So we've got Oakshade. Apparently, I didn't update this. Still says season championship night. Oakshade, Eldora, Bomber Spectacular on Saturday at Oakshade Gates. Open at four, racing at uh, seven. Bombers uh, main event, late models, sportsmen, and uh, compacts in action. Anything going over in Bearfield, Indiana? As a matter of fact, <laughs> it's a major surprise. You should ask. No matter what the weather is, it doesn't matter for this event. The Grocery Getter Classic is. Uh, we've been talking about that all year. It finally is here. It happens this weekend. Gates actually will open at 10 a.m. on Saturday, and uh, the race starts at noon. Goes for 24 hours. 
Do you, you ever consider uh, putting a car together for that? Or we team? thought about it. Thought <laughs> about all the hot rod guys. Didn't do it, though. Didn't do it. Didn't get same around night, to is it. Is it because it's the same night as the bomber uh, that, spectacular? That could be it. All right. But, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll, have to, we'll have a full report on that next week uh, as to how that goes. be interesting to see. It's the first time they're trying this uh, with, I think he said they're upwards of about 200 cars now. For this Maybe event. we can get him to, the promoter over there to check in with us and uh, we'll probably do that. let us know how yeah. it went. I'm I'm definitely in, it's interesting. And general admission for this is just ten bucks, and that's like for twenty four hours. Twenty four hours, racing. yeah. And you don't have to stay; you can come and go. You know, I think you get a wristband or a stamp or something. Uh, but so you don't, you can go watch the start, maybe leave, do some shopping, come back later in the evening, watch a few laps, go home, get some sleep, get up in the morning, head back to the track, watch the end of the race. Knowing that every car <laughs> has four drivers that are going to be plodding along for. 24 hours. You'd be exhausted. I'm thinking. I wonder if any of them will rest during the race. I'm How sure. How can you? I, that's, that's what I'm thinking. Your adrenaline would be going like, I want to get back in the car. <laughs> I could sleep anywhere, Scott. Okay. Pass so, out in uh, the front seat of the truck, not a big deal. <laughs> so uh, that's about all the racing uh, going on this week at Eldora, Oakshade, and uh, Bearfield as we start to expand our range here to find uh, tracks that are in action. There are a couple uh, races coming up in a few weeks here. Waynesfield Raceway Park, we talked uh, a little bit about this when we had uh, Matt on the phone. They're having the Family Fun Fall Spectacular on Saturday, October 6th with the NRA Sprint Invaders. It's going to be a $2,500 win race. Uh, They're also going to have non-wing 410 sprints and the Modifieds. That is Saturday, October 6th. Gates will open at 3 racing at uh, 6 p.m. So they're going to start about an hour earlier. Everything's a little earlier then for October. Uh... Tickets will be uh, 15 bucks for that. And then Sandusky Speedway, same weekend, October 6th and 7th, has the uh, Budweiser Calvacate, which uh, we may have to get... Uh, That's always a big deal. We may have to get... Uh, what's his name from Sandusky Kevin? Speedway? Kevin. Yeah, Jay Cox. Maybe we can talk about that because they, they're actually... They, they, this is what they're running. They're having the CRS trucks, the Fremont dirt trucks, the crate sprints, modified street stock, mini trucks, renegades, pure stocks, uh, Saturday is going to be a complete show for just the mini trucks and renegades. I believe it's just the heat races for, or preliminary races for all those other classes. And then Sunday is the features. So and Sunday, well, here are the hours are Saturday gates open at two racing at seven Sunday. I believe it's the same gates at two, right? That may be wrong. I may have to double check. A lot of back. years ago, Scott, we serviced Sandusky, uh, have with, the dirt with... trucks ever run out there? No, no, this is something that, uh, uh, Corey McCoy kind of uh, threw at them, and and they liked the idea. So uh, I think the only thing they're going to have to change looking for some uh, asphalt tires. Right, so. right. They that was the one thing they they couldn't run their dirt tires. So yeah, I don't know that any that any well. eight inch pavement tire. And uh, I started to say we we serviced that with with tires a lot of years ago, and uh, tire sales weren't spectacular, but boy was the tire changer busy. Just all those classes and changing tires. It, it was a fun weekend. Yeah, it sounds like actually that made a couple dollars too. Really? Yeah. Are you gonna be there for this? No. Okay. <laughs> no, no outlaw cars. No run what you brung. No late model dirt cars. So, sorry, Kevin. <laughs> January first. Yeah, we'll be late model. And then uh, sometime February fourteenth, somewhere right uh-huh. around there. There you go. They have the winter races at Sandusky, and we love it. 
That's going to do it for this edition of the Hammerdown Race Report. I just looked at the time. I was like, holy cow. Can I say something real quick? Absolutely. If there's anybody interested in donating or sponsoring the dinner auction, get a hold of Jesse or Sheila Moyer or Heather Price or Danny Schaefer, any of us that's on Facebook. So Just find you on Facebook? I don't know that anybody's phone numbers. So. Okay. Well, I tagged you uh, on uh, on a post here so they can find your Facebook through okay. the Hammerdown Racing Report right. uh, Facebook page. All right. Or if you want to help out, uh, you can call or get a hold of Hammerdown Racing Report, and we'll relay the messages. That'll there work, go. too. Or call Ron Miller Race Cars. Call That's Ron it. Miller. <laughs> Give him a call. 734-856-7223. Race car parts. Race cars. Safety equipment. Once again, we've got a good supply of Towel City tires in for anybody that wants to tire up for this weekend. <sighs> and now we're gone, Scott. BOGO uh, radiators. BOGO radiators, absolutely. And uh, relay messages to Hot Rod Welding and Engineering. For absolutely. The so there you go. Any yeah. word on Tony Anderson? How, how's he coming out of his heart surgery? I haven't heard anything. I haven't heard nothing I either. Know, I didn't know about that. Yeah. Yep. Okay. 25T? Yep. Wow. 22. 22T. Okay. No, I didn't. I didn't. Thanks for springing that on me at the end <laughs> of the show. Uh, Sorry. That's right. 734-856-7223. Uh, that's uh, Ron Miller Race Cars 856 Race. Right. We're done. We're gone. We're out. Thank time you. For, time for dinner. Yeah. What are you buying? These guys yeah, have been I here don't know. Thanks uh, again, Rob, Ryder, both uh, coming in. Ryder, next time you need to uh, not talk so much because you see how late we went? This is because you talk so much. So, no, wait, to the, wait to the feature win. <laughs> He'll be all over it. There you go. Well, good luck uh, on Saturday, and uh, thank you guys for uh, making the trip in here. I know it was a last-minute deal, and uh, uh, we appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah. So, again, that's it for the show this week. Thank you, Des, for coming in all the way from Australia. You're welcome. You probably came the furthest. So, <laughs> See you next week, 7 o'clock. Facebook Live, Hammerdown Racer Report. We'll be here. Bring a friend to the racetrack this weekend. Please. <laughs> you have been listening to the Hammerdown Racing Report from the Ron Miller Racecar Studio. Listen on demand on iHeartRadio. Hey there, my name is Michael Laminato, and this is Pit Pass F1, a brand new podcast that'll take you closer to the action of the world's most prestigious motorsport. From Monaco to Miami and Australia to Azerbaijan, Pit Pass F1 is on the ground and has you covered. Esteemed F1 journalists Julianne Serasoli and Chris Medland will take you inside the sport every round. They'll keep you up to date with the latest news breaking in Formula One and the most influential views shaping the world of Grand Prix racing. Every Friday, we'll be bringing you a track guide and race preview, and Chris and Drew will be in your feed every morning from Saturday through to Monday to keep you up to date on all the day's action on and off the track. So if you want to be in the know on the latest in Formula One, subscribe wherever you get your favourite podcasts and visit us at evergreenpodcasts.com. Pit Pass F1, a brand new show for Evergreen Podcasts.